We've all heard the expression, swim 2.4 miles, bike 112 miles, run 26.2 miles, and brag the rest of your life. What you don't hear is that your friends, your family, and especially your coworkers grow tired of hearing about your early morning swim, how you skipped lunch to get a spin class in, how you crushed your brick workout, or how you've become a math whiz at calculating your macros. My name is Mike Bosch. I have a wife, two sons, and a full-time job. Five years ago, I began my triathlon journey with modest intentions. I wanted to lose some weight and be able to claim that my best athletic days weren't behind me. After completing my first sprint triathlon, I was bit by the Ironman bug. Three years later and 50 pounds lighter, I completed Ironman Texas, and I couldn't have done it without an incredible support system. Everyone needs a support system, and that's what I'm offering you. I will talk to men and women just like you and me, the age group athlete that is juggling family, friends, work, and all that life has to offer on their journey to accomplishing an incredible goal. This podcast will offer recommendations on training, nutrition, some tips and tricks, and even strategies for race day. Whether you're training for your first race, looking to set a personal best, or have completed a full distance race on every continent, we all want to cross the finish line and hear those words, you are an Ironman. Wherever you are on your journey, this podcast is for you. So if you're ready... Let's start this week's episode of the Everyday Ironman podcast. Hey guys, Mike Bosch here. Let me tell you, this has been a crazy two weeks. I would like to thank everyone who's been listening. I hope that you're enjoying hearing others break down their journey and experience. True to form, the last two weeks for me personally have not gone as planned. Two Fridays ago, I got up at 4 a.m. to get my scheduled swim in before work, only to discover that my three-year-old Boston Terrier needed to go to the vet. He's fine now, but I had to change my plans. Since I was already up, I was able to go to my hometown gym and get in a four-mile treadmill run-in, but my home pull session was no replacement for the 850-meter swim I had planned. But that's okay. My weekend long bike and run both went well. I kept my intended effort on the bike, averaging 203 watts over 53 minutes, and completed a 6.8 mile run with an 838 pace. My heart rate was a little high at 146 beats per minute average, so I'll continue to keep an eye on that. At the start of the week, I was on track with yoga, spin class, strength training, and a structured pull session. My wife went out of town for a few days, so I modified my plan to avoid leaving Fenway home alone any more than necessary, so I did a trainer bike ride in my garage and some strength training during my lunch break. Last Saturday, I had a good bike workout. I increased my mileage to the scheduled 25 miles while maintaining just below goal of 198 watts average power over 67 minutes. My Sunday run, things started to fall apart for me. At 6.88 miles of my scheduled 7-mile run, 
I got a really bad cramp in my left calf and I had to stop running. Not sure if I was dehydrated or not properly stretched because honestly one or both could be very likely. Either way, I consulted with a few people that do not have any medical training and determined that I should treat it as a calf strain. I should note that I was running at an 844 pace when I stopped my Garmin, so I was feeling pretty good up to that point. So for this week, I have skipped running and cycling and have been using my Pure Wave Percussion Massager for 20 minutes to massage the calf across the muscle fibers instead of with the fibers because that's what my YouTube research taught me to do. I have, however, been able to perform my yoga, upper body strength training, and have swam three times so far this week. I have done two structured pool sessions and completed an 800-meter swim, both during work and at lunch. Not being able to run and cycle has been an adjustment to my plan, but swimming is my weakest discipline, so I have decided to use that time to focus on getting better. I'm going to listen to my body and hope to return to spin class and do some light jogging next week. I want to share with you where I am with the swim at the current time. My most recent recorded swim was at a 2 minute and 4 second per 100 meter pace for 1,000 meters. And I'm sure there's some of you out there that are thinking 204 is not that fast. But considering where I started five years ago, I don't think it's too bad. Way back when, when I started training for my first sprint triathlon, I didn't even think I needed to train for the swim. After all, I have an in-ground pool in my backyard, so I thought I could swim. Once I came to terms with the fact that swimming for distance was very different than splashing around with my kids, I joined LA Fitness to have access to a lap pool. I'll never forget going to my first swim workout. I had no idea what I was doing. I was actually convinced the 25-meter pool was really 50 meters. About two weeks in, I was the guy that could only swim one length of the pool. I had to stop to catch my breath, and then I would struggle through the other length of the pool. So here I am swimming on my lunch break. I come up for air, and in the lane next to me is another club member standing there waiting on me. And he asked me, what you training for? And I said, a sprint triathlon, and the swim is kicking my butt. Without missing a beat, he replied, yeah, it is. But then he proceeded to give me some pointers for the next 15 to 20 minutes. He explained how I could practice breathing to the side to keep my legs from sinking and how I needed to lose the nose clip and trust that I could exhale underwater without drowning. So I kept at it getting better and developing more endurance every time in the water. But the first thing that took me from being able to swim 200 meters to 1,000 meters without stopping to rest in two pull sessions was the ability to listen to music in the water. I purchased a waterproof iPod shuffle and things have never been the same since. Last year, I really stepped up my technology game when I bought a pair of Form smart goggles. I first have to say that up until yesterday, I have been thoroughly enjoying them. As someone who is still not strong in the water, having the ability to see real-time data has been very beneficial to me. I have my goggles set to display total time, total distance, current pace, and I have the Polar HR monitor that mounts to the goggle strap paired so that I can see my current heart rate so that I know if I need to slow down to speed up. 
I say that I have enjoyed them up until yesterday because they're currently not working. During my Wednesday swim, the LED display started to flicker and then it just went completely out. I have contacted customer support and was given some diagnostic items to verify. I've submitted the photos requested and I'm confident that they will make good on them. So I'll keep you updated. So I have mentioned a few times that I've been doing some structured swim workouts. I watched a video from my swim pro that provided a breakdown of drills that I've been following and I'd like to share them with you now. The workout covers a total of 1,000 meters, but could be adjusted to either longer or shorter if needed. I start by swimming freestyle four intervals of 50 meters with 20 seconds rest between each interval. Next, I swim four intervals of 50 meters in any stroke other than freestyle with 20 seconds rest. I chose to alternate swimming my version of a breaststroke, which is probably closer to doggy paddle, with what could be the least efficient backstroke at the LA Fitness on Denton Tap Road in Coppell, Texas. Just saying. Then it's four intervals of 50 meters of kick with 20 seconds of rest. I do have the tier fins and kickboard. Next, it's six different drills, each a 50 meter interval with, you guessed it, 20 seconds of rest in between. The six drills focus on a different thing every interval. First, it's swim smooth, then it's fingertip entry, swim taller, hip rotation, head position, and finally, silent swimming where I really focus on not thrashing about in the water. I finish everything up with a 100 meter of freestyle to cool down. The plan has me doing this twice a week and then I swim for endurance on the other day. I plan to join the North Texas Play Try Open Water Swim on Lake Louisville this weekend, so I'll report how that went in two weeks. Next week, there will be another interview to enjoy. I was fortunate enough to speak to Mike Bowers a few weeks back. Mike should be prepped to race at the 70.3 World Championship in just over six weeks from now. So be sure to check out Mike's episode next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you have any questions, advice that you would like to share, or would like to be a guest on the show and share your story, you can email everydayironmanpodcast at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to follow on Instagram at everydayironmanpodcast. Until next time, keep moving forward.